Hello, and welcome to the Hearth Unhedged podcast. My name is Amberly, and I'm so pleased to have you join me today. Um, we are doing things a little bit differently today. I'm sitting on my side porch, so there might be background noise, but we're having a really cool episode today, and it's just a really awesome bullshit session with one of my absolute favorite guests. Maybe my favorite guest. Don't tell my other guests. I've had this guest on before, and I will many other times, hopefully. Uh, please welcome best-selling author, Amy Blackthorn. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Amy. <laughs> I come with my own Muppet sound effects and everything. It's just like a one-stop shop. Things are a little different today, ladies and gentlemen and non-binaries. Um, we are going to uh, wing it. I have no prepared questions, um, but I think we're going to run this kind of Tori and tirade style, but it's going to be yes. a Taurus and a Virgo, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Earth signs are the cool so, signs. That's right. That's right. We're the, we're the grounded ones. Sometimes. <laughs> See, we're grounded, so, not Amy. planted in the ground like our cardinal that's sign, right. the Capricorn. Yeah, yeah that's right. So what are you drinking today, Amy? Right now I am drinking a fantastic, I made a strawberry shrub, uh, which is a, a syrup made with vinegar and fruit and sugar uh, to make a drinking syrup that flavored mm -hmm. some watermelon juice that Ooh. I got from the, the Simply Company. You know, they have the, the lemonades mm -hmm. and the juices and what they make watermelon juice. So that's lovely. I didn't have to actually juice a watermelon with my bare hands. And then it has a hint of some really gorgeous strawberry infused vodka. And so Delish. it's just a nice watermelon cooler. You always have the best answer to that question. <laughs> Most people are like, water. water. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> drinking my coffee from this morning, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that because, you know, we all do that. But I always like to hear what your answer is. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I just made a new I... straw last night. I had some peaches. So I went camping. I was at Free Spirit Gathering. Mm -hmm. I know it was in the woods and it was amazing. But I came home and I realized that I left a handful of peaches on the counter. And they were kind of wimpy ah, looking. Shit. And so mm -hmm. I am making a, sh a peach shrub with those right now while we're talking. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I've never made a shrub. I've oh grown a few. <laughs> it's the coolest <laughs> thing because it, it. I have unmedicated ADHD. I am... All over the place, all over the map, mm -hmm. all day, every day. And I like it because that means that no two days are the same and I can get some novelty where I find it. Mm -hmm. But that means that my my peaches are a little wimpy and they weren't the best. They weren't the most flavorful thing on the planet before they mm -hmm. sat on the counter for a week. Mm -hmm. And so shrubs are the best, most ideal way to utilize and preserve this fruit because... The vinegar breaks the cell wall and it lets out all the flavor that's hiding in the fruit. Like my can't de can't detect Ooh. it because I'm while I'm chewing it, but the vinegar breaks that cell wall and lets it all out into the syrup, and then you have a beautiful peach flavored syrup. There's no artificial flavors or colors or junk in it, and you can you can control how much sugar goes into your soda. I am um, I've been really jazzing about this. There's a company out there that's called Dry. They're, they make botanical sodas. You can, mm -hmm. I used to, used to be able to find them at Target in the, in the drinks and mixers aisle. 
but I have their lavender dry soda. Ooh. Even if you don't enjoy an alcoholic beverage, just adding a little bit of the shrub flavored syrup. I just had a strawberry lavender soda that was to die for. That sounds delicious. And I made it with scraps that otherwise would have gone into the compost. That's great. That's great. Well, at least they were going to go into the compost and not to the landfill. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's wonderful. I have never heard of a shrub. And so now I'm going to have to uh, make me some. If you want to learn more about shrubs, look at the Blackthorns <laughs> Botanical Ruse. And there's you know a whole what? section that's, on shrubs. That's the one book of yours that I do not have. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's how I could tell. I could tell. Ah, yes. Okay, well, <laughs> that's going to happen now. <laughs> well, it's cool because, you know, in Blackthorns Botanical Magic, there's the middle section with all the listings of all the different essential oils and what they mm-hmm. do and how to use them in magic and all that, all that ga- jazz. Mm-hmm. There's a whole section of those in botanical brews that's fruits and what their oh. magical properties of all these fruits are. That's awesome. So, that's awesome. I love that. Great for my kitchen witches. That is great for your kitchen witches. And I'm a kitchen witch, so I should have that. And especially because I love brews. And it's hardback, so it, it, it will stand up to better use in your kitchen. That's good. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> so smart. You, you thought about that. Um, so what are you reading right now? I, I just finished a reread of the uh, Charlie Davidson series by Dorinda Jones. Charlie Davidson is a private investigator who is also the Grim Reaper. And it's amazing. There's 13 books in the series. Um, I absolutely love it. Dorinda has uh, used my books as research in her books. Oh, that's Um, awesome. She has a a cute little, like, cozy witch series. She's got the Charlie Davidson P.I. Grim Reaper series. Um, They're all, we call them the Graves series for short. Uh, Like, the first one is First Grave on the right, Second Mm -hmm. Grave on the left, you know, each title has the number of the, the title in them. She also has one that is a wine series. They're, they're just, she's a great writer and they're a lot of fun and they take place in the Southwest. So there's a different change of scenery than the Eastern great deciduous forest in which I live. That sounds amazing because I'm from the Southwest and I love cozy witch series and I love grim reaper series and I love a good, a little good crime yeah. series. So all of that sounds really cool. It's (laughs) fantastic. And it's nice because with um, books that, especially like cozy mysteries that talk about crime and talk about policing, they're usually overly fond and and overlook some of the problems with policing. And the Grave Mm -hmm. series doesn't do that. There's, there's police involvement, um, that Charlie is a, um, a consultant for the local police department, but she'll be the first one to tell you that policing is messed up and there's innocent people go to jail. And that's one of the themes in throughout the entire series is that shit happens and it's, it's not wow. okay. That's very cool. That's yes. very cool. And just for the listeners, can you repeat the author one more time? Dorinda Jones, D A R Y N D A Jones. Wonderful. Thank you. I will link that on the website. Have you seen the new website, Amy? 
Oh my gosh, yes. It was so amazing. People don't recognize how hard it is to revamp a whole website, to make it completely fresh and new and revitalized and to have something new for people who have been there before and to make it inviting Mm -hmm. to people who haven't been there before. It takes a lot of work and a lot of struggle and frustration and, oh my gosh, I added a period somewhere and now the whole script is is screwed. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I didn't know either until I started doing it. And I was like, this is horrible. Because <laughs> it's not my forte. You know, the last <laughs> website that we had, um, I had started it and I could not get it to do anything I told it to do, right? It was like big middle fingers in my face the whole time. So I, um, when Margot came in onto the podcast, um she's much more technically inclined than I am. So she did the website. Nice. So, which was great. And she taught me how to do it, <laughs> which was wonderful. So thank you, Margo. Um, but you know, as everyone knows, she's, she's gone on to have her own podcast, which is great. A is for agrimony. Um, so I thought I better revamp to, to just be, you know, my, my website, you know? So, Redoing it was a big, a big job, but it's done. I'm done <laughs> so well. That's great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. It was it was fun though, and I really enjoyed designing uh, the new merch. And I'm wearing one right now. Abort the patriarchy. Yes. <laughs> this one's kind of my family think it's gross because it's got you know a wire hanger on it but and guess what that's what women feel they need to do when they need to perform their own abortions sometimes and so I was like well yeah it is gross but guess what it's, it is on purpose so absolutely with a nice blood spatter it gets the point across. That's right. Women and people with uteruses are dying because of the return of Roe v. Wade. That's right. Excuse the. Um, I live right next to a uh, firehouse. <laughs> like, what is that there? So I didn't know. If, could you hear that? The siren? Yes. Okay. Not, not, not bad. Okay, good. Well, here they are again. I hope it's a baby. Yes, a baby being born. That sounds like a good reason for them to be running code. So now we've talked about what you're reading and what you're drinking. But I want to just briefly, because we will discuss it more later on another (laughs) episode, uh, ask you what you're writing. I am just finishing up the sequel to Blackthorn's Botanical Magic, Blackthorn's Book of Sacred Plant and Magic. And I am really excited. It's been a long time coming. I actually wanted to write the sequel the moment I finished the first one. <laughs> I, I didn't know that that would be a thing. I wasn't sure. You know, at that point, it was my first book. And I was really excited to talk about it to anyone who would listen and some who didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know, stopping people in the grocery store. Did you know I wrote a book? I wrote a book. I wrote a book. Did you write a book? I did. <laughs> Something to be proud of. 
Well, people don't understand that writing is such a solitary lifestyle. I'm in my Mm -hmm. house alone with my dog, hollering at the walls for a year at a time. And it it definitely can get to you because I'm not using my words outside of my head, outside of my voice. Uh, I'm just poking away at the commuter keys. So I was thrilled when they said, hey, would you like to write a sequel to the first? Yes. Yes, I would. I will. I would hang upside down with my laptop to do this. <laughs> That's awesome. So well, I know going, that they're. Go ahead. We're going deeper into the annals of occult history and occult plant knowledge to bring you some of the plants that weren't able to fit in Blackburn's Botanical Magic. But I'm also including things about really exploring the relationship that we have with plants as spirits. You know, if I, I have a long day at free spirit gathering and I decide I need some anti-inflammatory action. I've been running all over. It's a million acre campus and there's go-karts and golf carts coming all day long. I need a little bit of anti-inflammatory action. So I, I go and I brew myself a cup of peppermint tea. I grab a little peppermint tea nice. bag and I put it in my little peppermint cup and I pour my little water over it and I brew a strong soul satisfying cup of peppermint. So I compost my tea bag and I drink my tea, I enjoy it, and really take in that spirit of peppermint. Well then I've composted the leaves and I've drank the tea. Where is peppermint? Mm-hmm. Just because that plant no longer exists, that plant has gone back to the earth, doesn't mean mm-hmm. we don't still have the overarching spirit of peppermint. Peppermint the spirit of peppermint mm-hmm. endures. So I'm really trying to help people connect with the individual spirits of plants to create those one-on-one relationships because this opens up a huge area of practice for magical practitioners of all stripes and flavors because this means that you no longer have to have a physical plant material to connect with the spirit of that plant. This means that plants that are too expensive to you to, for you to work with, plants that are hard to find, plants that are not endemic to your area, plants that are have a threatened species Plants that are extinct, plants that have, you know, planted eons ago. We know they Mm -hmm. exist. We know that they look like you can invoke the spirit of that plant and get to know them like you would your dearest friends. If we run into each other at a party and I say, oh, hey, my name's Amy. It's, It's nice to meet you. I might remember your name. I might remember your face. It's, it's touch and go. I'm not great with faces. But the longer we talk and the more time we spend together, the more time we get to know each other, I might remember those little tidbits about you that you shared with me. And mm-hmm. the more time we spend together, the more we learn just how all relationships are built. It, the only difference is they're a person without a body. You know, they are, they are right. that spirit. I want people to have the ability to connect with those spirits, whether they have the money to afford to buy a specimen of it or not. People mm-hmm. who say, oh, I, I can't grow plants. I kill everything. Guess what? You can't, you cannot kill the spirit of peppermint. Not if you wanted to. Yeah, as if long you're as... really talented, you can mm-hmm. kill the plant, but you gotta be really <laughs> talented to kill really, the plant. Really, really talented. So it's yes. all about building those connections and, and really diving deep into what it is that makes us people and how do we interact? How do we reflect those relationships back to friends of ours? And how can Mm -hmm. we connect those dots to peppermint or jasmine or wintergreen or citronella or juniper? I love that. 
I love that. You can't kill the spirit of a plant. Because uh, Lord knows in my life, I've killed plenty of plants. Um, as I have grown older and become more responsible and uh, a little more aware of things outside of my own body, uh, <laughs> I've gotten much better at keeping things alive. I mean, I'm not going to brag, <laughs> but my daughter is 16 and she's still alive. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> I know, I know. And I have a fifteen year old son. The fact that he's still alive and not strangled is, is even more of a, <laughs> a testament to my my ability to handle things now. <laughs> I love them both. But no, it's 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 interesting because I, I did used to be feel I used to feel terrible every time I killed a plant. I still do. But that is a, a good way of looking at it. I like it. Thank I'm here you. for it, Amy. So the other book that um, I'm writing is yes, there is another there's a there's a second book that you didn't know about. This is see we haven't talked about it. This I is so I'm so excited. Let me get the social media spell book, three hundred and sixty six ways to get witchy on the web. With my co author Natalie Zaman. This will this is coming out from Barnes Nobles in print, uh, Union Square Books. And I'm super duper jazzed about it. It's a, it's a really fun, sweet project. One of the things that puts off new practitioners is how mind-numbingly serious everything has to be every minute of the day. And you know what? Mm -hmm. It really doesn't. That right. It kills the imagination for new practitioners. It drives people away. And you know what? It's not always life or death. There are some really yeah. fantastic practitioners who are teaching incredible magical solutions uh, based on the materials you have around you. I just went to a class at FSG on candy magic. Like, let's let's go. Let's bring some joy back into your magical practice. It's called practicing witchcraft. That sounds amazing. It is. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm bringing you back again, and you're going to have to tell me about candy magic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do a whole Amy Blackthorne series. Um, so here's a question. Sure, sure. I, and I'm going back to to your sequel book. If if there were three herbs, yes, that you had to have, like say say you're camping, and mm -hmm. obviously you can't bring your whole cabinet, right? What th what three herbs are you bringing camping with you? Copal. It is um, a Jupiterian plant associated with fire. It's hex breaking. There's exorcism. There, you know, it's a protection plant. But the neat thing about it is, it's it's endemic to South America and a little bit into Central America. Um, is the traditional species, but there's 400 something varieties of copal, and they're on six continents. So you can make friends with a, a variety of copal that is endemic to your region. You don't have to worry about stealing something from Morocco and, and having, you know, contributing to global warming by transporting it. You can contribute to your own local ecology by getting to know copal. It banishes mosquitoes and other flying insects. It keeps the bugs away, ticks and other, you know, nasty things that like to chomp on you in the woods. Mm -hmm. uh, on that same note, I love... Yarrow is a tincture uh, for keeping away mosquitoes, and um, I will uh, simmer lemongrass. I'll, you know, I can put lemongrass in a, a 
a bottle of water in witch hazel to spritz on my person. But I'm all about keeping the nature in its in its little box over there, not mm-hmm. here in my grill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Camping's great, but yeah, all those creepy crawlies can just stay over there. I will appreciate them from over there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I understand I'm in your space, but that doesn't mean you have to come into my space right here. Right. This is me. Personal boundaries. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Just like humans. Don't don't get in my personal space. This is my Respect bubble. Respect <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was adorable. I got introduced. So um, I ran into two members of security as we were wandering through, getting, you know, settled in and propping up my stuff getting settled and um frank one of the security personnel that i knew but coming into the event introduced me to their head of security as this this is amy blackthorne she is james bond's more talented sister what a great way to be introduced i'm like i didn't even pay him for that that's great that's funny what you smelling frankincense so my, my my desk is set up as a perfumer's organ. I know. I love it. It's, it makes me so I love happy. watching you on TikTok. And you're like, let's talk about all of the, the notes of this. I just, I really love your TikTok. <laughs> I love watching you talk about Hooray! perfume. <laughs> uh, for those of you who really are playing don't. the home game, it is Amy underscore Blackthorn underscore author. You can hang out with me. We'll play with perfumes and we'll talk about witchy stuff. It'll be great. Yeah, she's got a great TikTok, and um, it's a great one to, to go check out, because if you're on my Patreon, um, if you're on the Patreon that has, uh, that gets my monthly spell kit, Yay. I am sending out a perfume kit uh, with the, uh, with some scents that Amy recommended. Hooray! And uh, and we're gonna make our own perfume. So go check that out, so you can get some some tips and tricks. It's very exciting. So exciting. My poor husband. So you know, I'm sitting on his porch. This is this is my husband's porch. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, he comes out here and will just watch his TikToks or whatever. This is like his his space. So I'm sitting out here talking to you in his space, and I was like, honey, you can come out here. It's okay. This is a very informal recording. And he's, like, hiding in the other room. As a, that, w- that was a big group of Harley Davidsons that just passed, so I'm sure that was nice to listen to. Um, but he just brought me out some ice and my, and my drink. Look, look, so this is what I'm drinking. It's Flybird brand. Blood orange margarita. It's wine Ooh. made with agave. Yum, yum, yum. So it tastes like um, a margarita, a blood orange margarita, but it's it's not, I mean, it's not as strong. So free spirit gathering just happened. Free spirit gathering just happened. People are headed home today. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about what Free Spirit Gathering is, where it is. Sure. It's um, a Maryland festival that's been going on. This was its 38th year. What? Yeah. That seems like 
insane to me. <laughs> it really is. Uh, <clears throat> for as long as I've known of its existence, it's been in the same place um, outside Habit of Grace, Maryland. Uh, it's a Boy Scout okay. camp that's, that's been there for a trillion years. They've got cabins, they've got tent camping, they've, they've got one or two RV spots, but it's fantastic. It's got a, a, an Olympic-sized swimming pool, and there's uh, gymnasiums and all sorts of different spaces for wow. all kinds of rituals. There's a, a real family atmosphere. Um, people bring their kids. I, one of the, my first class of the conference or the festival was my um, defense, uh, defense of self-defense, my protection magic class. And one of the participants in the class was 25 and has been going to free spirit gathering since two weeks before she was born. <laughs> wow. <laughs> her, her mother was, was nine months pregnant when, when she went. And wow. uh, she was, she said, I liked it so much that I, I decided to make it my, my debut. And I came two weeks later. That's so funny. I love that. That's what a great, what a, it's, it's wonderful to hear that, uh, there are things like that that have been going on for so long because, you know, anymore it seems like the pagan community is like this nouveau thing, but it's really not. I mean, obviously, uh, paganism has been around since time immemorial, but um, I love that. And I really wanted to go this year, but I have Anahata's Purpose coming up. Yes. And I have um, the Virginia Scottish Games coming up, which I'm on the board of directors for that, and I cannot miss that, which I unfortunately... I <laughs> keep trying to get out of it, but they keep like voting me back into the board. <laughs> Punks. But it's my own my own damn fault because I always miss that meeting when we're voting officers. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they 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 I don't know. They're just they need me there because nobody else wants the job that I have. It could be that that could be a thing. Yeah. Or it could um, be I that am... you do such an amazing job that I can't possibly imagine anyone else doing that. Well, that's probably true, but I'm pretty sure it's mostly the first thing because nobody <laughs> wants my job. <laughs> I am the coordinator for all of the Scottish clans that come to the game. Yeah. So essentially it's 50 or so different clans that sign up and I have to deal with 50 different personalities and 50 different problems and 50 different requests. And, and I love them all, every single one of them. Very uh, you know, I, I, no, well, it's true. I had some, some trouble children, but most of them are, are pretty good. And most of my trouble children have, have, gone on their their merry way which is great so uh, but i am transferring ownership of the plans to my child my daughter is taking over for me she's 16 this year next year will be her first like really alone she's going to do everything herself and then she'll be 18 and she can be on the board wonderful so I can be like, hi, I'll see you when I come to, to hang out and have fun. <laughs> so that's good. I'm so excited so, yeah. to see um, our young adults becoming 
empowered to make those decisions mm-hmm. and make the, the, uh, one of the programming directors for free spirit is 22. And I was up thrilled, thrilled beyond belief to see this, this, um, young person who I knew from when they were in a car seat, oh, wow. um, empowered to behave as an adult and, and take on adult responsibilities for a festival that really does prize its young adults. Um, they have teen only programming, um, all the way up the two and including, um, scheduled teen swims where there's no, there's no adults, there's no kids. There's, there's just the teens getting to hang out and be their own people. That's awesome. That's great. Yes. I I did look at the, uh, programming this year and I, I really did very much want to go. I'm going to try and go next year. So my husband has given me the okay. I'm just going to start going to festivals all over the country, like different ones every year. Right. Um, which sounds super fun and I'm here for it. So I'm going to try and check that one out next year. Uh, Anahata's is like my home festival. So I'll probably mm-hmm. go that until the day that I die. Um, but, and I'm, and I'm going to in March. Sacred space. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to Score. Sacred Space next year. I've I've already bought my tickets and I already reserved my hotel room, so I'm excited about that one. I had a lot of fun last year. This Is year. Starwood on your radar? No. Mm. What's Starwood? Starwood is another one Our of the festival. oldest running festivals in the country, and it's in Ohio. What? That's yes. so cool. It's amazing. Uh, some of the acts that have been and are going through there are really incredible, both musically and um, part of their author track, their, their appearance track have been really incredible. And I'm really interested to see what they're doing in the next couple of years. That's awesome. And that's so close. That's where my, I mean, my kid's dad, their bio dad lives in Ohio. So that's cool. You said, you said star. Wood. Wood. One word. Sorry, my brain. It's okay. My brain says no. I'm not thinking. It says don't pour any more blood orange margarita until you're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> you are done. You are done. <laughs> cut off. Um, I am cut off. I've just cut myself off. So do you have any more festivals you're going to this year? One a month until the end of the, uh, until the end of the year. So this, you know, August was FSG. Then next month is the Temple of Witchcrafts um, event. I will be really excited to go and I, I haven't been. I've been. I've heard wonderful things from lots of other authors, but this will be my first year going. And then, and where is that one? New Hampshire. Oh, oh, God! I love New Hampshire. Okay. Then. <laughs> In Ohio, I'm going back to Ohio in October for Dark Market mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my dear humans from Witch Lab. Then in November, I'm doing Las Vegas Pick and Pride. Nice. And then it'll be the holidays. That's wonderful. That sounds amazing. How fun. How fun. I want to go to all of them. Every single one. I think we're going to try next year and do the big pagan festival in no, Missouri. It's... it's in Missouri. It's in Missouri. Oh, oh, oh. Um, 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 um. <laughs> I know what it's called. I have, I have friends I know, but I can't. 
Missouri pagan. Pagan spirit gathering? You have to- yes! That one. It's a really big one. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah, my done. my sister was in the Thank army. She was, she was stationed at Fort Leonard Wood. Oh, okay. Stripping for you, Amy. Woo-woo. Yeah, <gasps> we, we always joke about Lost in the Woods because they have the worst spider problems ever. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yes. I, I had a buddy who, they were out in the woods doing some sort of maneuvering and his buddy started like hyperventilating. He realized he was covered in about his, his, his battle buddy was covered in about 12 brown recluse spiders. Oh yeah. He apparently had walked into a, a nest of some sort. A nest. Yeah. No, thank you. You know, I love spiders, but I, I don't know that I would want brown recluses or black widows or, you know, any of those on me. How about no sky? Uh, yeah, that sounds terrible. I did have one of those little fuzzy ones, the jumping spiders, living in my car. And it would, like, come out when I was driving and be, like, on the windowsill next to me. And I was like, okay, we're friends. But listen, you will not be jumping on me while I'm driving because then we're all going to die. But like the tiny, adorable jumping spiders? Yeah, with the oh, little yeah. fuzzies. Amazing. It's so cute. And the little yeah, faces? I was like... Yeah, I named him Rufus because, I don't know, um, my car's name is Rowena, so Rowena had a Rufus. Rowena. Um, yeah, he was fun. He was a fun little friend, and he listened. He never jumped on me while we were driving. Smart spider. Which was Smart. good. Yes. I haven't seen him since the weather got really hot, though, so that's kind of sad. I'm hoping that he moves to greener pastures. Where there are plenty of spider food. Right. I don't know what he was eating in my car, but he was there for a long time. Couple weeks. Couple weeks. So, what's your favorite Sabbath? Do you do Sabbaths? I do. Thank you for asking. Okay. Because I, I know that's not that's not a thing. Uh, it's not, not everybody does it. Yeah. Um, I have a couple different areas of practice, and so one of them we we observe. Two, we summer, winter, two halves mm-hmm. of the year. None of this eight holidays business, but it's fabulous right. because the that leaves time from the other half of my practice, so I get to go and do all the things. And everyone always expects, oh, Samhain is my favorite. It's amazing. It's the best. Um, and of course, there's there's there. Christmas has or Christians have Easter and Christmas. Christians we have Beltane and Samhain pagans. But it's right. so fantastic to, I really love Lamas. I mean, it's probably just because I'm a Virgo baby and it's almost my birthday. But right. the first harvest is such um, an affirming time where you're like, okay, mm-hmm. all of the things that I've worked for since the cold and miserable are finally coming into reality right now. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that I've worked for, all the stuff that I've really put my time, energy, and attention into, I'm starting to see the results of, and that is so, so validating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun yeah, to, for me, go ahead. It's fun. Oh, to... no, it was, it's fun to, you know, I, we joke about the, uh, there's literally a bread holiday Susan meme and, <laughs> but it's, it really is. Um, I feel that that story of the little red hen, 
Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's a folktale, and there's a, a cat, a dog, and a little red hen living on a farm. And so one day, the little red hen goes to the cat and says, Hey, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about making some bread. Would you like to come and pick the wheat with me? And the cat says, No, I'm going to lay in the sunshine. I'll catch you later. Like and a so cat. the little red hen goes to the dog and says, Hey, <laughs> I'm thinking about making some bread. Uh, would you like to pick some wheat with me? And the dog says, no, I'm going to, I'm going to chase my tail and then like, go check on the cat. It'll be fine. Catch you later. <laughs> and so the little red hen goes and picks the wheat. And then on the way back to the mill to grind the wheat into flour, the little red hen passes the cat and says, Hey, I'm going to grind this, this wheat into flour. If you'd like to come with me, I'm going to make some bread. And the cat says, I've got to, I've got to talk some, to some mice about their attitude. Uh, I'll be over here. Catch you on the flip side. And the dog says, "Oh, hey, you know, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go chase a squirrel for reasons. I'll see you later." And so the little red hen goes and grinds all the flour, uh, all the all the wheat kernels into flour. And they've got to go to the farmhouse, go into the kitchen. So it passes the cat. Hey, I've I've you know, grounded into flour. I've I've done all the things. I'm gonna make that bread. Um, you can totally come if you want. Trying to invite people and include them in your process. It's great. Uh-huh. The cat says, no, I've got, I've got busy cat things to do. Dog has busy dog things to do. So the little red hen goes and kneads the dough, lets it rise, puts it in the oven. And of course, this gorgeous, beautiful smelling bread is the result of it. And so the, mm-hmm. bur- bre- the bread aroma permeates everything. And so the cat and the dog wander up. And say, hey, that bread that you were talking about, that smells really good. Like, when can we get some? And the little red hen says, my dude, I asked you if you wanted to pick the wheat with me. You could be bothered. I asked if you wanted to grind the, the wheat into flour. Nope, you got stuff to do. I asked you if you wanted to make the bread. Help me knead it. That's, mm-hmm. You don't want flour feathers in your flour. Like, that's not a thing. You could be bothered. But you're going to show up here. With your face, with your bald face hanging <laughs> with your out, face. <laughs> and try and scam up on my bread after you didn't do the you didn't do the grain, you didn't do the wheat, you didn't do the the grinding, you didn't do the kneading, you didn't do any of it. You're just gonna show up here with your hand out. Like, what is wrong with you? And so the moral of the story is like you're gonna have to do some work to figure out where you want to be. You didn't have mm-hmm. to do all of it. But if you had done literally any of it, that that little red hen would have gladly shared any and all benefits with you. All right. This has been Story Hour by <laughs> <laughs> That was the best. I'm sorry. I love that story so much. Uh, I don't know if you saw my face. I was just like. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's very, you know. Uh, tortoise and the hare-esque and, yes. and you know all of those fables that are like don't be an asshole or lazy you know those sorts of that, that's a great that's a great fable i like it i like it it's it's one of my favorites and all holidays are the bread holiday all holidays are the bread holiday. in my house <laughs> in my house every holiday is because I love making bread, but I do love llamas or lunasa, depending on who you ask. I do love it. Bread holidays are the best holidays. 
I make a really yeah. bang two ingredient bread. If you're ever like, I have a Jones for, for bread product and I don't have any yeast. One part self-rising flour and one part Greek yogurt. And you just bake Ooh, it. Ooh, is that like a pita? Does no, it make like it's a, actually, a it's, it's a re, it's a really thick, I use it, the, for, the thing I use it most for is um, pizza dough. You can make bagels with nice. it. You can make uh, focaccia with it. It makes a really lovely focaccia. You massage it with your olive oil and just get your fingers in there. Oh. Um, but it's gorgeous. It's dense. It's got um, a beautiful sourdough flavor to it. You can make a pizza from scratch faster than you can put a DiGiorno in the oven with this recipe. That's crazy. It's I amazing. Check that out because I love making bread, but I, I'm a, I'm a yeast bread maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that sounds awesome. One I part to one part. One part to one part. So one cup uh, self-rising flour and one cup Greek yogurt makes um, like a nine by 13 pizza. Wow. That's wonderful. It's fantastic. It's chewy and doughy. It's got good mouthfeel. It's got an amazing flavor. You didn't have to knead it for three years. You didn't have to let it rise. You can go from ingredients to pizza in 20 minutes. That's great. That's great. Love it. So new question. Yes. Do you have rosemary in your garden? I don't. And it it always feels like I'm cheating because every time I grow it, it lasts long. It lasts for a season and then it dies because the, the winters are not perfect here. This is, we're right on the border mm-hmm. of where it's viable and where it's not. So if right. I plant it in the crook of my porch up against the house and I mulch it really, really heavy, I might be able to get mm-hmm. one winter out of it, but it dies pretty quick. Uh, well, the reason I'm asking yes. is because I have two massive rosemary plants amazing and here in a little bit i gotta go out and trim them because it's time of the it's the time of the year and i just need to handle them because they are crazy would you like me to send you some fresh rosemary i would love that that would make my whole week okay i will do that i will do that uh yeah in exchange i can give you something to do with it oh okay one of my favorite things to do with rosemary. I actually have a um, a little picture of rosemary hanging right over above my monitor. Uh, I will take my rosemary friend, give my little trimmings, and I'll smack it on the counter. So I bruise the leaves just a little bit. I'll throw it in a saucepan with two cups of water and two cups of sugar. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let the I'll let the water come to a boil first. But I throw the rosemary in there because it's a woody stem, so I gotta boil it to get all the awesome rosemary out of it. I will keep the lid on so we're not losing all the volatile oils to the air. Once I cut the um, heat off, then I'll I'll dump in my sugar and stir it till it's clear. Mm -hmm. And you just made rosemary syrup. Rosemary lattes, rosemary steamers. It's one of the absolute favorite things that I will keep on hand for flavoring my beverages. It's so incredibly easy. I absolutely love it. Um, I will just, I'll steam a little bit of milk and have that in the evening instead of something that's potentially going to keep me up all night. I'll just have a little bit of steamed milk with rosemary syrup or rosemary syrup, nice. lavender syrup, whatever syrups I've got on hand. The The rosemary syrup is especially uh, comforting. It, it's just incredible that 
magic that Rosemary brings to it. I love Rosemary. I think if you were to ask me what was one herb that I had to have in my, in my kitchen, like I could throw out every other herb if I could just have Rosemary. Like if I had to choose one, that would be the one. I love it so freaking much. I love the smell of it. Just running your hands through the, the plant. Oh my God. So amazing. The flavor lends itself really well to sweet and to savory. The slightly sticky it's texture just, of the leaves. Just, yes. Mm-hmm. Everything about it. Rosemary so has a magic and of. I literally have so much. So I will, it's going to have to come dried, but I will send you. Do you want the whole sure. thing or? Okay. Okay. You will get a package. It will not go to waste. Of a shit ton. <laughs> I have two massive bushes. One of them's as tall as me, almost. Which I'm not that tall, but it's a rosemary plant, so five so, two is pretty tall. Yes, it's <laughs> massive. There's so much magic. Well, you can my do with darling rosemary. friend. Yes, yes, yes. I am so pleased that you came to join me today. Me too. Um. I really hope we get to hang out soon. If you would like to come to the Virginia Scottish Games, shoot me a text. We'll discuss it. That would be fabulous. I would. Yeah, if you want to go for ser- for, for for serious, Amy, for serious. Remind me when it is. It's Labor Day weekend. It's Saturday and Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And if you so want to go, let me know. The second and third. Uh, sure, if that's what Labor Day weekend is. I think so. That seems right. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. I just go there and they... Yes, the second and third. Um, yeah. Come check it out. Anyway, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's about time for me to go cook dinner for my fan. Uh, this episode will publish tomorrow. Perfect. Because I did not record an in-between episode this week. So tomorrow, this episode will publish. Amazing. So, I'm so excited you came to join me. And I can't wait to have you on again. Hooray. This made my whole day. It made my whole day, too. I love you so much. And I miss I you. I miss you, too. We'll hang out soon. Bye, bye, bye. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Hearth and Hedge, on my website, thehearthandhedge.com, or you can email me at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. I also have a Patreon that can be found at patreon.com slash thehearthandhedge. If you like what you hear, consider leaving a review wherever you find your podcasts. (laughs) 